This is Insecticon Bob. He's doing very well. Very well indeed. That's because Insecticon Bob listens to TFYLP weekly. And Insecticon Bob loves Transformers, as does his missus. You can get TFYLP by downloading from iTunes today. Do not listen to TFYLP if instructed to do so by Chuck Norris. Do not place a listening device into the anus as choking may occur. Please contact a physician if an erection for TFYLP lasts longer than four hours. I'm going to click broadcast. <clears throat> All right, so take my finger out my nose. Yeah. In a cold, far away world, a battle is raging between evil and good. From the stars, they came here to Earth. Caught in this struggle through the whole universe, robotic warriors. What's up, Jay here? Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us as Weird Wolf, Insane Galvatron, Sideburn 2, Guard Convoy, Mirai Baby, Natsume Ryu, and Plasticon Reviews discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now where did I put that corner spot? Hello everyone and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, episode number 67, broadcast and recorded October 31st, Halloween 2013. I am Weird Wolf and along with me tonight is uh, Sideburn 2. What's up everybody? And the ghost of podcasters past. <laughs> yeah, we have kind of a, a small crew tonight. I suppose uh, a lot of people's out doing things uh, for Halloween and and everything, so we, we really couldn't get a big crew together tonight, but uh, I'm sure we'll be back together here in the next week or two. Um, I know Chad uh, from Slagacon, he's wanting to join our crew, and, and uh, we'll probably see him from time to time. Uh, and uh, uh, Swage66... Um, guy that I've uh, I've made a few deals with. He's a super cool guy. Uh, he may be uh, doing some uh, segments for the uh, downloadable version of our podcast soon, so kind of look forward to that. Um, but uh, we're probably going to have a rather short uh, episode tonight, um, probably about an hour or so. Um, it's pretty much just going to be talking about our, uh, my haul at, uh, uh, at Slagacon and in our Ouch My Wallet segment, and then we're going to finish up um, what we were talking about a couple weeks ago before the Slagacon episodes. We're going to finish up our discussion about Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and the Beast Eras. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Micah, how have you been doing the last week or so? Not bad. Not bad. Waiting <laughs> on money that I finally got. You know, I, I had the same same experience. So, yeah. Now, a lot of people know that I was in an accident uh, back in April, and and uh, and workers' comp kind of had been doing me a little bit wrong, and uh, they finally uh, fixed my wages to where they're supposed to be and paid me my back pay. And uh, needless to say, we were, we were able to catch up about two thirds of a year's worth of bills with that. And uh, and had a pretty good slagacon for, uh, with it too. So um, I guess without further ado, that'll be a good segue into our Ouch My Wallet segment, wouldn't it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ouch My Wallet is brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great service, great prices. CapturedPrey.com. For all your import transformer needs, Captured Prey is excellent for uh, uh, picking up the latest and greatest uh, third-party figures as well as Japanese transformers uh, that are official from Takara Tomy. Um, the, uh, the prices are excellent, and you really can't beat them. Uh, check out CapturedPrey.com. Um, Mike, I guess uh, we'll let you go first in the Ouch My Wallet. Start with segment. me since it's a smaller haul. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you. It's at least you got something this week. That's that's the plus. Yeah, it's uh, this is hopefully the start of at least a two week trend because I'll have something coming next week that has been talked about probably to death on the show. But I finally got to pay for them. Um. But this week, uh, I got I got some financial aid, my financial aid refund today, and uh, so I made a target run um, because I had found the Wave Three Creons, and uh, I had found one of the Wave Two Creon combiners, amongst other things there. So I wanted to go pick them up, um, and I was also out for a certain video game that I've been wanting since it came out, Breath of Dota 5, which was That's the primary it. reason I went out today. I've played that almost all day. Was but the uh, game a steal? <laughs> no, it was 60 bucks. <laughs> That's not a steal. <laughs> but uh, I also, uh, when I went hunting a week back, I found... Uh, this little guy. Oh, nice. Uh, so I bought him. Oh, he's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, this tiny little waspinator. And he also came with a uh, a free Skyward, or a free Starscream. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got those. And then I got the, uh, I got the Creo Combiner Abominus. Ooh, uh, I like I that have... one, too. I'm, I'm, I'm an Abominus freak, so... I have them in their individual modes right now. And then I got, um, unfortunately, when I found um, the Wave 3 Creos last week, there was a lot of them. But when I went back today, there was only one. And uh, mm. so I got Sea-Wing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. He's pretty pretty uh, um, amazing there, huh? He's amazing. Yeah, he's... He is the epitome. He is just the uh, prime example of laying down to form his vehicle movement. I mean, he literally just lays down. Uh, but uh, I'll end. I'll be getting uh, the other two wave two Creon combiners soon, and try to incorporate him into uh, the combined mode of the Seekons. Um, yeah, so that'll that'll be there eventually. So that's my haul. As modest as it is, it's still finally a haul. Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> I think uh, I think the uh, the Creon combiners out of all the Creons, that's probably the most appealing to me. Uh, I know you and I were talking right before the show uh, about uh, uh, the Creons and uh, the Creos and. Uh, and I found I almost picked up the uh, the Superion set a couple months back, but that was whenever I had no money, and 
and it was only going to be like 15 bucks for the, the set plus the extra figure to uh, to finish it but um uh, i really decided not to and i'm kind of glad i didn't because i mean as much as i like creos they're still not the highlight of my day i guess um yeah it's a for me it stems from when i was a kid I had, you know, well, I, I didn't have many Legos, and I usually had Mega Bloks. But uh, I always tried to make Transformers with them because, you know, I liked Transformers and I had Legos. Um, and so that, it taps into that part of my childhood, and that's why I think they hit the spot for me. The big sets I'm not really interested in, but I like the Creons. And they do some interesting things with them. I mean, I would never have pulled this off as a kid, you know. Yeah. These combiners, but they're so cool. I mean, so clever, it, it, and it's amazing how many different characters Hasbro's done with a transformation that's either sit down or lay down and attach parts to them. Um, but they've pulled it off. I mean, I've been. I've been happy with them, and they've gotten progressively better wave after wave. Um, the newer, new ones are just, or like the previous series pales in comparison to most of the new ones I've gotten. So, yeah, uh, the the thing with me is that uh, I'm, I'm not a real big fan of the of the way that they cheat their transformations in a way. Um, I mean, granted, they do transform. You know, they have a robot form and an alternate alternate form. But um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I guess it's the same uh, same way. I'm not a huge fan of uh, of Action Masters, although strangely enough, I have one in my in my hall. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I do want to uh, remind our listeners that if you're listening to us live, you can interact with us on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can post the comments and uh, we'll see them uh, up there. And if there's something pertinent to the show, we may mention it and talk about it here on the show. Uh, you can also reach us via Twitter at TFYLP. And we are also monitoring that. Um, and also another note, uh, we are currently in the area that I am broadcasting from experiencing severe storms and some areas are experiencing power outages. So if this call drops or if this broadcast completely stops, that's why, and we do apologize ahead of time. Um, but that being said, um, I'll move on to the, uh, the Ouch My Wallet segment from uh, uh, my hall at Slagacon, and it's quite extensive. But, you know, considering that I've had, like, no money since the beginning of the year almost, um, I, I kind of went crazy <laughs> the last week or so, and I still got more stuff on the way because uh, um, I, I made some deals once I got home, and so I'd say for the next week or two I'll I'll have more stuff to talk about. But I'll start off um, Slagacon 2013. Um, I'll uh, I'll talk briefly about it right now um, since uh, uh, it, by the time this gets out to broadcast broad, well by the time this is available for download and 
and everything will probably be ready for the next broadcast and uh, hopefully chad will be on here to be able to talk a little bit more about it if he wishes but uh slagger um recently announced that uh this will be the last slagger um due to financial reasons uh it um uh, the attendance yeah the attendance actually um it seemed a little bit better than last year the venue was uh far superior to last year and uh the dealer room it was just off the chain i mean captured prey mega toy fan uh um uh transformers uh uh, uh i can't remember oh transform tf marketplace i'm sorry uh Excellent booths. Uh, Pappy's Collectibles uh, had excellent booths there. Um, Pete Sinclair was there uh, selling off uh, parts of his collection and a lot of rare stuff and hard-to-get stuff. And, I mean, really, you can't beat that. I mean, somebody who is involved with the Transformers Club and and Hasbro, uh, and he's there selling hard-to-get stuff, and there's hardly anybody there to buy it. I mean, I, I really don't know the numbers. Um, I do know, uh, I would, I would venture to guess at least on Saturday, the numbers were better than last year's. Uh, and that is a positive, but it just wasn't enough to, uh, to bring Slagacon out of the hole that it was, uh, that it was in to begin with. And, uh, we are saddened, we are saddened by the, uh, by the, demise of that convention and hopefully uh for us midwesterners um you know it's and east coasters it's it, it, hopefully there'll be something uh that'll rise up and and take its place i know Shardicon is uh, is relatively close but it's still about a seven hour drive from here and you know you uh, for a good local convention you want it within four hours uh reasonably uh, and that would be nice. And hopefully we can come up with something here in the next year or two, um, or something will arise. But, um, that being said, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, me personally, I, I totally enjoyed Slagacon. Had a great time. I just uploaded a, uh, uh, episode. It was a, uh, uh, special edition episode. You can download it on iTunes and, uh, TF talk.net um a couple of great interviews on there uh with uh um transformer customizer frenzy rumble uh and we also interviewed uh voice talent john 3.0 uh aka john uh, bailey crumpton uh excellent people great guests um we were so happy to have them on the show and uh, if you're listening guys uh thank you again for being on the show uh moving on to uh what i got um, and this is, uh, go, going from what we just talked about or what I just talked about, um, this, this piece here is, is really special to me. Um, Slagacon this year had a, uh, special set or a, uh, an exclusive, um, that was the city protection commander, uh, drone and uh, city protection commander, uh, which is basically a Creo version of Omega Supreme. Well, um, seeing as how we helped him out uh, so much, uh, Chad, uh, the organizer of Slagacon, gave me the prototype for that uh, exclusive. And um, 
I proudly display that in my uh, my display case. It's I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, like I I just said a few minutes ago, I'm not a huge fan of Creos, but th- I have to admit this is pretty badass. Um, I mean, it's, how did those end up selling? Uh, there's uh, there was a few sets left over. Um, um, there was probably less than twenty sets left over, um, and I am yeah I'm certain that uh, uh, Captured Prey uh, got a hold of some of them, so they may be going up for sale on Capture Prey's website uh, very soon. So if you're listening to this uh, within a week or two of Slagacon and you're interested in, in that set, uh, of course, that is the prototype that I just showed you. And um, But the actual convention exclusive was in Omega Supreme Colors and the Omega Sentinel Colors. Uh, and there's also uh, the... Uh, I believe there's like one, maybe two of them that are uh, the Diaclone colors of Omega Supreme, and it's pretty cool. And I believe Mega Toy Fan had uh, two sets of the Black Zarek, uh, of the uh, Creo uh, version of Black Zarek uh, that was an exclusive to the con. Um, they're probably gone by now, but uh, I do know at the at the end of the con he had at least two sets left. Um keep the things rolling here another truly awesome thing and this i chose to display it with my botcon weird wolf um but uh simply because that botcon weird wolf uh was an homage to the g1 headmaster weird wolf but it didn't have any partner until now uh master shooter collectibles has got a third party limited edition third party uh version of weird wolf called strange dog uh it's a basically a target master partner uh in weird wolf colors um and i chose to put him with uh with weird wolf and he fits in really well um i know this version of weird wolf the colors are a little bit off but actually if you put him with uh um uh fans projects uh quadruple u or the g1 weird wolf the colors match pretty pretty much well, not not exactly, but a lot better than this. Uh, but it's still really awesome. Um, also, moving on, uh, Slagacon. Oops, uh, Slagacon. Um, whenever you uh, went in the door, they handed you a grab bag, and inside the grab bag was uh, a few pretty cool things, and among them uh, was a few freebies and. Uh, this from Captured Prey, I haven't even opened it yet. I figured I'd wait to see what it's uh, what it is for sure uh, on the show. Uh, I, I believe it is uh, RC Arms Micron RC, but these were free in the uh, in the grab bag as you went in. And I'm going to open it up here and see what it is. And it is. Yes, it is RC. Arms Micron RC. I have no idea what she turns into. I, I'm not a huge fan of these little fellows. but I think she turns into something that resembles RC's actual guns in the show. Like her crossbow or something. She looks like she'd be a crossbow or something. Other. I'm not, not exactly sure. but Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a nice little freebie. And then uh, Mega Toy Fan contributed a freebie to the... Uh, uh, to the pack and 
uh, or to the grab bag and uh in, also in the grab bag was the lithograph that we talked about on the show uh, a couple weeks ago but um this right here i was amazed um uh, uh, every entrant got a free men on sealed card rid two pack or a single pack uh, mm. And I got hot shot and rev, and that's pretty flipping awesome. Yeah, yeah and on cool. on the back of it, it's uh, got the mega toy fan thing. So I figured I'd leave this on there and and uh, leave it sealed since I mean they're I've had these before. They're not all that great uh, toys, but uh, yeah, they're transforming Hot Wheels pretty much. Yeah, transforming Hot Wheels. Uh, but it's pretty cool that you know they're free and, and uh, they came at the end of the con. Uh, was also able to pick up uh, a lot of people know that i'm a huge stepper fan and uh, i picked up um uh ricochet with nightstick uh mitten seal box uh nice. i traded um i traded something for this and my out of my trade list with uh uh, uh, uh some cash also and uh this uh stack had this for sale and also Ixtac had the big guy back here, uh, that's probably the biggest guy or the biggest thing in my hall is a uh, Generations Metroplex. Um, I actually traded all three of the Brave figures that I had, uh, which was a Tri Bomber, a Big Volfog, and Goldie Marg. Uh, the Goldie Marg was actually in, uh, meant in box. And I traded all three of those straight up for Generations Metroplex. And a big shout out to Ixtac from TFW 2005. Um, thanks a lot, man, for uh, hooking me up for this guy. Uh, I know uh, me and him and uh, Side Cutter from Captured Prey and uh, my, uh, listener Michael Perez. We kind of went into uh, Cincinnati later that night and had a good old time. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, trying to keep things moving along here. Since I got so many, and, I, and here I'm dropping things. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I had a few, or I picked up an Action Master. Uh, I picked up this up from Pete Sinclair himself. So this was actually a part, I believe, of Pete Sinclair's collection. Uh, it was uh, Action Master Skyfall, uh, pretty dead mint uh, i can't remember what his uh his partner is called but as you can see he's he's pretty pretty minty no scuffs or anything on him and obviously he doesn't transform so i don't have to worry about rusty joints or anything uh, and then uh, uh from pappy's collectibles i was able to pick up uh the eyesore i, I mean a uh, uh, subscription service circuit um yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, he's grabbing his crotch there. Yo, yo, what's up, doll? <laughs> um, a lot of people knock this guy for how flipping ugly he is, but I think his color scheme is is pretty awesome. Um, it's yeah. Fruit Loops. Yeah, it's Fruit Loops. But uh, this mold is amazing, absolutely amazing. But the the Generations Metroplex, going back to it. Uh, I can't I can't state how awesome that figure is. I mean uh, Yes. Decepticon deactivation. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty pretty spectacular. But uh, his transformation is uh, surprisingly uh, uh, similar to the G one version of uh, Metro. Yeah. Um, I went to uh, Costco trying to find him. They don't. But I guess he had already come and gone. Wow, that fast! They come in, I think, in, in pallets of eighty. I believe that's awful lot to go. Yeah, through. but usually they only get one shipment and then it goes, or they they get one and then that's it. Well, um, there's also some Costco's that won't even get them. I know the Costco that is closest to me here in Louisville. Um, they have uh, uh, there's Extac. Uh, I actually talked to him. He has a Costco membership. And he said that they told him that they're not getting them at all. Hmm. So why I don't know. Uh, it might have something to do with locations and and uh, clientele. So I really don't know. Um, also, I picked up um, from Pete Sinclair's booth uh, the Transformers subscription service uh, RID Scourge. Uh, he's pretty flipping awesome. Nice. I gave him uh, Arms Micron Swerve, Minton Box, and uh, I believe it was Generations Junk Heat Men on Sealed Card and about $25, $25, uh for Scourge. So all in all, I've got about 80 bucks in him, which I think he goes for 100 so I still got a deal. Um I did have a huge deal that night, uh, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, another huge pickup I have is uh, Mastermind Creations Bovis. Those things look so nice. Yes, and I can tell you right now, people, if you are if you have not picked up a Mastermind Creation toy, this is actually my first uh, Mastermind. A creation figure and uh, i've i've missed out on hexatron because of money and um some of the earlier releases that they've had so this is my first um first example of one of their releases and i must say i am really really impressed with this the, uh, the detail is just it's just amazing it's sick i mean look at that i mean uh, and thick and heavy. I know that's what she said, but that this thing is is has got some uh, some bulk to it, some weight. Um, I put I put a repro labels uh, plug plug. I put a repro label Decepticon CD on it. It's even got a uh, little nod to the G1 tantrum in there in here. In that the uh, the face of the robot is actually. Well, it's hard to do since I'm trying to hold it up. The face of the robot just flips around on the bottom of the uh, bull's jaw. So that's pretty awesome. And just like the original G1 Predacon, you can mount the uh, the weapon on the back there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's good and sturdy. It doesn't feel flimsy at all. Uh, like, I, I hate to say, some third-party pro- uh, third figures... Um, they're, I wouldn't say they're flimsy. They just don't feel sturdy. Uh, it's 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 hard to say, but the, these guy, this guy feels uh, uh, feels like it's in a class uh, class by itself. 
moving on to other third-party products. Uh, I didn't pick this up at Slagacon, but it was actually waiting on me whenever I came back because I ordered it right before Slagacon. But the fourth uh, Not Stunacon, I picked up uh, Last Chance. So all I need is diesel, and I will have the third-party version of Minasaur complete. And nice. I am really, really excited about that. Um, Captured Prey, our sponsor, uh, had a few third-party products in uh, <laughs> a number of third-party products available at the show, and among them was uh, uh, Toy World's uh, Brainwave, which is the third-party version of uh, Brainstorm. And I almost picked it up, uh, but there there was a uh, uh hold on a second here getting kind of mixed up here there was a uh, uh there was word going around the convention that uh, uh Hasbro had a third uh, had a official version of uh, Brainstorm coming out and uh looks like some of the listings that uh that was actually mentioned on TFW 2005 uh, and earlier today, um, had uh, uh, has that confirmed. It looks like there's an official version of uh, Brainstorm coming out, so I'm glad I passed on it. But I picked up Toy World's Hardbone, which is the third-party version of uh, Hardhead. And he is pretty good. Uh, what I like about him is that the, the head actually ratchets uh, it actually fits with the Generation 1 Headmaster uh, um, ports. So you can actually put this head on a G1 hardhead. Um, super poseable. Uh, it's like, you know, he's got all kinds of range of motion in his legs and his arms. Uh, his head doesn't uh, doesn't do a up and down, but it does do a swivel left and right. Um, and he's good and, good and thick. Got some weight to him. Um, but... I will have to say this. Uh, one of my biggest issues with this figure is that the uh, the arms are a tad loose in the shoulder joint right there uh, in this joint here. Uh, I would imagine that maybe if I coated around that with some future floor polish, it would tighten it up a little bit more. But, I mean, it's still not so loose that it won't stay down. I mean, except for that one. You know, that one's a bit loose. Um, but... All in all, it's a pretty solid figure. I'm glad I picked it up. Um, and let's see here. I know I had some other things here. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the biggest acquisition that I think I got, aside from, uh, from Generations Metroplex, was the uh, Timelines Seacon box set. Uh, the from the Transformers Collectors Club. This was actually owned by Pete Sinclair, and uh, um, I won't say exactly how I got I got it by this price. Uh, I know I, I I went through another dealer, um, but I've got a whopping fifty bucks in this set, and this uh, this set goes for probably around 150 bucks to $200 um, depending on where you're at dead mint and the fact that I know for a fact that it was owned by Pete Sinclair 
Um, and this was the color scheme that was supposed to originally be released in the this was, first universe line, Yeah, right? this was actually, I believe, supposed to be the Walmart uh, exclusive that uh, Walmart backed out on at the last minute, and the club picked it up and uh, uh, kind of repackaged it a little bit in this really sweet package here. And um, I'm hoping that the, uh, the, the TV's picking it up or the camera's picking it up really, really well. But, yeah. Um, really sweet package. Um, I already have the uh, the Seacons from uh, BBTS loose, and I really wasn't in the market for this. But at the same time, uh, the price I, I couldn't pass that up. So, yeah, I went ahead and got that guy, and I'm I'm holding on to that thing. Um, not really a Slagacon pickup, but I think. Above all, the most cherished thing I've got uh, recently is my uh, Nikon D3200 uh, uh, DSLR camera. I know a lot of people who have been listening to the show for some time have been uh, hearing me talk about wanting to get a new camera and uh, how my other camera was uh, was accidentally dropped and, and broke. This thing here will not be dropped and broke, but I got... Uh, insurance on it to be sure uh, and the pictures I've taken with it are phenomenal I mean the clarity just amazing um, seems like there was others something else that I got but... oh yes um, there is a comic book artist that was also at uh, at Slagacon uh, Jake Allen I believe is his name and uh, I believe he said he's done some some work for IDW, um, but I asked, I commissioned him to do my favorite character, Weird Wolf, and uh, my wife's favorite character, Wonder Woman. And he came up with this, and I have to say, it is absolutely an outstanding piece. And <laughs> uh, uh, obviously, the Weird Wolf is modeled after the. Uh, quadruple u from fans project but uh that's actually the one i, I asked him to do because uh, I, I really like the the style of that figure and i'm, I'm going to probably uh do a digital scan of it sometime soon and maybe try to color it uh digitally um yeah, but i'm going to leave this original copy in the uh in the uh frame and put it up in my transformers uh man cave that i've got downstairs here but uh whew, quite a big haul yeah <laughs> but uh but you know i mean like i said I, I haven't spent hardly any money at all this year on on toys and and uh, uh i was given a little leeway plus i went with some trade fodder and uh believe it or not this whole haul uh cost me just over three hundred dollars in cash uh and trade so I mean, well, I, uh, well, with trades, I, I spent $300 in cash for this whole haul. And I think, you know, for a bargain hunter's delight, that that's ama this is an amazing haul for so, such little cash. And, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I guess we need to move on to our ouch my wallet, or I'm sorry, uh, not ouch my wallet, but our discussion to- uh, topic. Um, I want to remind people that we are live on YouTube, and uh, if you are listening live to us, uh, you can comment to us in the comment section or tweet us at TFYLP, and we will be happy to answer your questions if you have any. Um, and also, I want to remind people that if you like our show, please share us and please subscribe to us on YouTube and on iTunes or on iTunes, whichever venue that you listen to us the most. Um, we are, uh, in the coming weeks, going to be running a uh, uh, a uh, subscription drive with a free prize that will be awarded at the end of the uh, subscription drive. Uh, the free prize will be uh, fulfilled by CapturedPrey.com, our sponsor, and uh, uh, I'm not going to say what the prize is right now. It's uh, it's cool. Uh, it is uh, small, but it's cool. And uh, we're going to drive uh, for 100 subscribers on YouTube first since our YouTube channel is the youngest uh, member of our uh, of our trifecta here, we've got uh, you know Twitter and Facebook and and everything. Even though the uh, the website pretty much started recently, the podcast uh, has been going for three years. So uh, we've only been doing the uh, video broadcast since like June of this year, and uh, we're going to try to get the uh, the subscribership up on that. And for our hundredth subscriber, we are going to have a uh, a a a prize that we will award and we will have more information on uh the actual uh prize and how you uh, obtain the prize in the coming episode so please stay tuned for that um is there any news that you that has been jumping out to you michael real quick before we move on to discussion topic not not that i can think of nothing that's really earth shattering that i've seen either i know uh um pat in package pictures of generations rhinox and double dealer uh have been have showed up on uh, hasbro.com and um i know you're really happy about this but uh ultra mammoth has been arriving uh, at uh, people's uh, doorsteps so uh you're 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 going to be really happy here in in a week or two, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our discussion topic this week is a continuation of a discussion that we had. We started a uh, week before last, uh, whenever uh, we had Chad Williams on from Slagacon. Uh, and we stopped because it was late, and it was just the two of us. <laughs> just the two we of us. You and I. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. not late, at least. Yeah, well, it's uh, like I said, you know, we're we're shorthanded tonight a lot, uh, a lot in part because it is Halloween, and a lot of people have uh, have their, uh, um, you know, taking their children out for trick or treating and, and everything. So, it's not a not a huge deal. I mean, we we're still up and running, and hopefully everybody's having a safe and happy, uh, safe and fun time tonight. Um, but, uh, Beast Wars, uh, we talked about that in the last episode, uh, Beast Machines, uh, we kind of touched on, um, so I guess we'll, we'll jump off from there and then we'll talk a little bit about the Japanese Beast Wars. Um, 
I meant to grab a couple of my Japanese beast wars. Do you have any of them handy? In your bag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about those here briefly in, uh, in a little bit. But Beast Machines uh, came after Beast Wars, um, kind of ran concurrently with Beast Wars a little bit uh, on the Fox Kids reruns. Um, but uh, Beast Machines, from my recollection, is whenever I was getting back into collecting Transformers, uh, Beast Machines was my first re-exposure to the franchise. And uh, initially, you know, I, while I liked the 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 show, uh, the toys just they were cool, but they weren't the toys that I remembered. You know, um, so as a G winner, uh, I, I was not really impressed. But in retrospect, I, I kind of enjoy the series. What what was your thoughts on it? Um, as a kid, I hated it. Um, I. I, you know, I was big in the Beast Wars, and and you know, all I got for my birthday and for Christmas during that time was Beast Wars. And then when Beast Machines came out, um, it took a lot of my the characters I liked, like you know, Primal became like almost like a religious uh, zealot, and Rat Trap was suddenly a, you know. He went from, you know, Rat Trap always had an air of confidence about him, even though he was always, you know, we're all going to die. Rat Trap would dive into, you know, anything. Um, and suddenly he was, like, too insecure to be able to transform for, like, the entire first season. Um, and, I mean, the only character I really liked the progression of was Cheetor, because... Because um, at the start of Beast Wars, he was very much the kid, and then, you know, by the end of Beast Wars, as Transformers Two Chior, he had sort of been like the uh, kind of rebellious teenager, but you know, he's starting to grow up. And then in Beast Machines, he became the, um, you know, he he led when Primal couldn't lead anymore. Uh, he really became a, a really strong character, and so you know, Cheetor was the character I liked, but um, I, I just couldn't get behind it as a kid. I thought the toys were absolutely terrible as a kid, um, and they, they do look weird. Um, there is no lie to that. The closest one I can grab is uh, is this guy. No. Um, oh. You know, he's he's lanky. He's you know tall. He's got there stuff for a, jutting off of him. There for he's a second, I thought weird. that was Night Scream. Uh, for no, our, Night Scream is a supreme figure, and he's yeah. huge. Um, uh, for our uh, our listeners that are listening on the downloadable version, what figure? Uh, isn't that Pterosaur? No, it's a uh, Skydive. I think. Oh yeah. Um, he turns into either a like Quetzalcoatlus uh, or a Pelican. Um, that can never be determined. <laughs> um, but he's lanky, he's weird looking. Uh, I love it uh, now, as, now that I have it. Um, he's such a weird figure. But... Lanky and weird looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they were all weird figures. And um, 
but the designs were very different and very weird for the time. They they've got a whole lot more personality than some of the stuff that's cranked out today. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like them as a kid. But I finally watched the entire series when I was like, I think I was around sixteen. And I watched them on the internet, and uh, I can appreciate them now more than I did when I was young. You know, they shot for a darker story. Might not have been the best thing um, because it, it turned me off as a kid. Uh, and it turned a lot of people off because, I mean, they canceled its sequel and instead decided to go with uh, Armada, which, what a mistake that was. Um, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. At the time, it was very strange, but I, I appreciate them now. Now that I own, like, 30 of the figures, I appreciate some of the designs they do. Oddly enough, the probably the worst figure I have is a Cheetor figure because he has such a small footprint and he's so tall and has such uh, long legs. Is that, that the mega, is that the Mega Cheetor? Or? No, it's the, uh, or, yeah, it is the Mega one. And it's, it's, it's a shame because the the beast mode actually looks really nice on that. One. Yeah, and it's uh, but its footprint is so small that it can't stand very well. I have it leaning up against what's behind it, um, which is a a wall. I am leaning on the wall. <laughs> um, the worst of the worst is Blast Charge. That's just a terrible figure. Or Silver Bolt's not not the best, or, or not the worst. He no, he's not the worst. Uh, Last charge is actually close enough for me to grab. This thing is <laughs> quite awful. Um, he's got this long rocket launcher that he can't fold down, sticking off his chest. He's got these dumb, like folded up tire legs that are very loose, and he doesn't want to stand very well. Um, but all in all, I like it a lot more than I did as a kid. Um, it was the tone and the drastic changing of characters that I didn't like, um, and that turned me off from it. Um, well, if, if you remember when we had Gary Chalk on the show, um, we asked him his thoughts on, on Beast Machines. Uh, having just done uh, Beast Wars, what, uh, what he and the other voice actors thought, uh, about it and to my recollection he said that it was it was really strange and they were kind of wondering why they were going like yeah, a, a religious um, direction yeah it, it turned into hippie prime yeah or hippie primal um yeah and it, i believe i read that beast machines was done by a different studio within mainframe it wasn't the same people who did uh beast wars and they actually, apparently, just like with Beast Wars, that went in without knowing much about uh, Generation 1, they went in not knowing much about Beast Wars. Um, which is why you have such a drastic thing. And biggest thing I hate about it, at, to this day, is that uh, is the Tank or Rhinox character. Um, more when he's revealed to be Rhinox, and Rhinox decides that Megatron is right, which is total BS because Rhinox will never agree that Megatron was right. Uh, so that one really 
got my gears. Um, you know what really grinds my gears? It, it even gets me now because, uh, you know, I just watched through um, Beast Wars the entire season, and uh, you know, Meg or Rhinox was always he the character was always you know opposed to it, even though he he could be so. Like when they made him a Predacon, he was so you know dastardly evil that he uh, took over within a day, you know. Um, but just when he became aware of himself being Rhinox, but still agreed with Megatron over Optimus, it was just sort of like, okay, whatever. He was expecting him to rejoin the the ranks of the Maximals, but he didn't. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, and one, th- fact, one thing he became that, his third faction, pretty much. And yeah. Well, one thing that kind of really stuck out to me uh, with the with the Beast Machines uh, television series was the fact that that they introduced something in the Transformers series that I had really never seen before, and that was a plant transformer in Botanica. <laughs> uh, and at the time, I thought that was the most ridiculous concept that could have ever been thought of for Transformers. And what, how strange is it now that I kind of look at it and I'm like, I want a Botanica figure? Yeah. There was an animated Botanica design. Um, no idea how it would transform, but there was a design for it that I think was in the AllSpark Almanacs. Um, but yeah, it was... I thought it was absurd too, but I've come to uh I don't think it's as absurd absurd now, you know, they sort of explained it that like Primal's crew, they crash land on a planet with sentient plants or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and so they took on those forms. I mean Transformers adapt to whatever planet they're on, right? So Yeah. If sentient life is sentient plants, then why not? Well, plants are alive, so who's to say that somewhere out there in the universe that there isn't a planet with sentient plants? <laughs> Space seed. Hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I guess the the line that uh, the toy Air Attack Optimus Primal, the, the, the really big one. Oh, uh, I want that thing so bad. I, I had that one at one time, and it's actually autographed by Carrie Chalk. <laughs> I wish I still had it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, uh, no, I actually had a, uh, um, it was a Transmetal 2, uh, Optimus Primal that I had that was autographed by him. Uh, but the, the Air Attack Optimus Primal, uh, quoted a line from the show, uh, the seeds of the future lie buried in the past. And, and in a way, I kind of get that now. It's like, you know, the seeds of the future, like, you know, uh, in, in Transformer Toys, lie buried in the past you know it's like the the toys of the past are pretty much are the toys that uh are the seeds of the toys that we're getting now you know um and uh like for example coming up here in in the next wave of generations deluxes we have rhinox and uh um uh, was it uh waspinator waspinator and double dealer and all of those characters, you know, are, are based on a character from either Generation One or Beast Wars, and you know, it's it's kind of kind of self 
proclamation, you know, uh, in Transformers, you know, the seeds of the future lie buried in the past. I know it's kind of a kind of a stretch on the on the definition of what they meant in the show. It was kind Unfortunately, of in the show, they actually meant that the past of Cybertron was organic and yeah. not robotic. Yeah, that, which is another thing that you know everyone was. Well, what about what about the 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 closing scene of the uh, of the of the show where you have Optimus Primal and the Maximals running through these green fields with blue skies and, and it's like, well, Optimus what? Primal is dead then. Um, oh, that's true. Uh, but uh, him and know. him and Megatron took a tumble uh, to the core of Cybertron. But, you know these these wavy green fields and it's like yeah where they they restored Cybertron to its techno organic uh, past yeah. or it was it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo that was just ridiculous um, I mean the thing is is at this time you know the most popular Transformers origin story is Primus uh, and Primus being Cybertron and so you know I guess at the time it wasn't because you know you had the Quin- the Quintessens and you had that whole season 3 of G1 yeah. with the Quintesson nonsense um, but I, that's actually my favorite uh, origin story and oh, I, hate it makes- I don't like I don't like the Transformers were built to be slaves story. Well, it's... to me, it's the most plausible, though. I mean, you know, they were created as uh, as cybernetic life forms or cybernetic slaves that eventually came to have their own hmm. own thoughts and, uh-huh. and and everything. It to me, it's the most plausible. But uh, plausibility has no no uh, no hold over this franchise <laughs> no I, mean, uh, I, I wasn't I mean I, I'm not a, I'll just say I'm not a fan of the Quintessons um, I, I much prefer the <coughs> Quintessons which is uh, <laughs> you're like <yeah>. ass <laughs> I'll call them squid men <laughs> squid men well um, but yeah the, I digress. I, I kind of if if I didn't if I couldn't choose the uh, the Quintessons as the the uh, the originators of the Transformer life forms, uh, I kind of like the Primus idea from the uh, from the Marvel comics um, and everything. Uh, you know, everything had a beginning in Primus in Primus, and I kind of like that. So uh, if if I had to choose another one, I'd go that route. And and no matter how you look at it, Energon still sucks. Yes, Energon sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't care which route you take. Energon always winds up sucking. You know. So. But you know what? Energon was also the only other TV series that had a quintessence in it. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't look right, and it was kind of didn't it turn out. You. Didn't it? Hey, you turn watch out to be watch your language, guy. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Holy crap, I you, can't believe you I don't, called him that. You didn't remember <laughs> that that was that was one of those names that actually slipped by the uh, the censors 
and Hasbro. I did not. I just put like, it together as soon as you like, said that. I'll fuck you. <laughs> holy crap how did that happen and that was that's actually i think why they you know they called him that on the show but that's why they didn't say alpha q on the packages because you know that's just what they wanted a child to go in there and pick up this package and go mommy i want alpha q what'd you say <laughs> that's yeah. That's awesome. Now you want the together. toy. Admit it. You want the toy because... I do. I do now want the toy. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Have you gone to Energon? I am because my tagline. No, no. We we. I just wanted to throw in there that Energon sucked. <laughs> you know, we, we've got to throw that in as many times as that we can is for every true. episode. Um. Yeah, uh, Japanese Beast Wars uh, was actually a whole other uh, ball of wax. Uh, a lot of Transformer molds that we didn't get here in the United States. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about yeah, those? They made, yeah, so in Japan, um, when they were dubbing Season 2 and Season 3 of Beast Wars, uh, Japan ran two series, um, Beast Wars 2nd and Beast Wars Neo. Um, which, I guess technically, uh, comes before Beast Wars Medals and their timeline. I'm not quite sure how that worked. Um, but, uh, I've not actually watched the shows, unfortunately. I've, I've seen... I saw the first four episodes of Beast Wars 2nd, which is the one that has uh, Leo Convoy um, versus uh, Garvatron, or Galvatron. Oh, um, yeah, the box is right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, which fight on, I think it's supposed to be a future Earth. Um, I can't remember if it's a future Earth or past Earth, but they call it the planet Gaia. Um, I only saw the first four episodes, and I saw the movie as when I was a kid with subtitles. Um, so I really, I, I'm hoping that Shout eventually gets you know these two series out on DVD yeah, with subtitles. You know, as, as much as of a trans of a Transformer fan, I uh, I am. Um, you know the Japanese Beast Wars series are the biggest. I've heard great, they're terrible. Well, I, I've heard they're terrible as well, but as, uh, there's actually some really good toys that come out of those. Oh yeah. Even though they're shell formers, I mean, you got um, a big convoy, uh, and uh, and they give us such weird uh, characters with such weird beast modes. I mean, you got a rabbit. Yeah, Stampy. Yes, Stampy. You got Stampy Penguin. Um, Mott Kick um, turns into a horse. With brushable yeah. hair. With brushable hair. He has hair. Yeah. Yes. Um, hey, t- I, I'm totally with insane Galvatron last week, you know, whenever he said before the show. And I threw that in as, as a bumper before the episode. You guys totally going uh, going on and on about the hair on the on Mott Kick. It started out with <laughs> you talking, ooh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounded like you're totally talking about pubes. But... <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's a uh, Mutt Kit's got some brushable hair. Yeah. Um. 
you got Karada turns into a King Cobra. Um, Garbatron turns into like a, a dragon. And, and a dildo tank. Yes. He, he totally uh, turns into a spinning dildo. <laughs> you had just so many dead end oh. turn into a... Uh, a dead end was just a totally awesome figure. He Looks like a peppermint. A yeah. Um, Looks like a peppermint. Awesome figure. Oh, long rack. You yeah. can't... Long rack turns into a freaking giraffe. Yeah. I mean, they I've, had some cool designs. Um, they I've made heavy use of Beast Wars designs as repaints, too. Well, um, you can't you can't you can't talk about Japanese Beast Wars also without mentioning uh, uh, Heinlad, uh, the the uh, yeah. the Tanuki with the giant set the of Tanuki, nuts. the raccoon dog. Yes. Oh, uh, and I just figured out what uh, Arms Micron RC turns into uh, a sword. Uh, kind of a cool if you sword. turn it on your side, on its side, it looks like RC's gun. I think he can be uh, held as a gun as well. Kind of like that. Yeah. It looks more like a sword if you hold it like that. But yeah, it, it looks like a sword, but it's also supposed to look like her gun. Her gun is very long and slender. Yeah, um, that's kind of cool. But yeah, uh, you can't. Yeah, Hein Lad. He tur- first off, his figure is an alarm clock, <laughs> which he actually has, had a special appearance in Robots in Disguise or, or uh, <laughs> the Car Robots. The very he first has a episode. shopping. He has like what is it? A shopping bag and like a picture of. Uh, I think I believe it's um Saki. Saki, yeah, I think it's and that uh, turns into his gun. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of my uh, my, I want that my collection is I have I have Japanese Beast Wars figure uh, some Japanese Beast Wars figures and they're all these strange molds you know like uh, like the ones you mentioned uh, the only one that I don't have is Break I actually yeah, saw him Break. at at um, at uh, at Slagicon. Uh, but uh, I think TF Marketplace had him, and they were asking like fifty bucks for him. And yeah. I really, I really didn't want to pay that much for. A- I want to get the. I've been trying to find the Break Dead End versus pack mm-hmm. um, because they came in the same one. Because Dead End is really cool. That Nautilus is just freaking sweet, and Break he turns into a penguin. I mean, that's just so weird. He turns yeah. into a penguin. Um. They did some clever remolds too with the Japanese figures. You had a uh, the Dinobot remold. Um, they turned into a pack of Cephalosaurus. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, I don't remember either. I'm staring at him right now. He's purple and teal. I know. I know <laughs> which one you're talking about, but I can't yeah. remember what the name is right off. He's a. Uh, wasn't he packaged with? Mock Kick? I can't remember. No, Mock Kick was, uh, came with Arcadus, the Archaeopteryx. Oh, yeah. Arcadus. Um, they uh, retooled the Cybershark mold, um, which was a hammerhead, into a swordfish, or the saw shark, or whatever it is. Um, I can't remember his name either. I'm standing that, right on uh, him, too. Isn't that. No, it's not drill nuts. Um, no, it's because he's a, a fish. They had some of the, uh, the strangest names for some of those toys as well, like drill nuts and yeah. <laughs> uh, bump. Yeah, stampy. Which was yeah. Uh, uh, bump was the armadillo, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. But yeah, then they had the uh, 
They had a bunch of dinosaurs, you know, new molds. They're all shell formers. Pretty much every mold that's not an original, or not part of the original Beast Wars line that was, you know, made for these lines were shell formers. The, uh, the Japanese have a thing for, for shell formers. Admittedly, it gives them pretty awesome robot modes. I mean, big convoy. Hmm. Looks freaking sweet. Um... Oh, and you can't go without talking about Magmatron. Yes. He turns into a Plesiosaurus, a Pteranodon, and a Allosaur. Yeah. And combines into one robot. Um, they don't individually transform, but he's you know composed of three parts. He starred heavily in the Beast Wars uh, comic books by IDW as well, which is some awesome artwork of him. Um, and really, you know, just awesome figure. He he can't he has no posability, no. but awesome. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think I think in some of the pictures that I've taken with him is the limits of his articulation. Yeah, uh, his legs have like no no posability really. Um, which is not a shame, making it look you know, weird. Which is a shame because the legs of uh, Magmatron are actually the legs of the Allosaur. Uh, basically, yeah. with uh, with uh, skids that come up underneath the uh, the toes. Yeah, the, the way the the way the stuff folds out of the back of the leg to form what looks like a calf guard, and uh, and to form what he stands on, makes it impossible for it to move without moving incorrectly. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, can't talk about the Japanese. Uh, Beast Wars uh, mythology or story because I don't know any of it. Yeah, um, that's that's what I was getting ready to say earlier. Is that out of all you know, as big a Transformer fan as I am, and, and as big a Beast Wars fan as as you are, and everything, I have to admit that the Japanese Beast Wars series, as far as as a television show, I am that is the biggest gray area in Transformers. There is to me. Uh, I, I, I'm aware of uh, of a lot of the molds. Um, I even own uh, a number of the, of the toys. I've owned a, a, a vast number of them, actually, uh, back in 2007, whenever I had the biggest part of my collection. I had I had uh, Lyle Convoy. I had uh, Flash. Yeah, I had Flash. Excuse me, uh, Flash Lyle Convoy. Um, I had Magmatron. Still have Magmatron. Um, uh, dead end, Stampy, Break. I had I had them all. Uh, bump. Um, and the only one I didn't own was uh, the Garbatron there because I-, I really couldn't find him anywhere. And now he's like really cheap. I know Captured Prey still has uh, a number of those guys, and I think they're only like twenty five bucks. You know, really? So, yeah, twenty five thirty. Yeah, twenty five thirty bucks. I mean, because I need you know. to get. I, re- I really want to get him. Um, but he he's been easy to find every time I go looking for him. Yeah. So I've not really jumped on him. Uh, well, uh, shoot me your address. I'll, I'll I'll hook you up with one. They're they're cheap. <laughs> they're cheap. Um, but yeah, they uh, uh, they're uh, they're really cool. Uh, I have to say, some of the Japanese Beast War series uh, toys, even though 
I am totally clueless about the show. I, I, I've heard the, <laughs> the, 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 the theme songs to the shows, uh, are some of the most strange, I guess, uh, for Transformers. Um, you know, one of them starts out, love is here. You know, <laughs> and it's like, what? Very Japanese theme song. Yeah. Theme songs. Um, but the toys are, are, are some of the most amazing Transformers we've ever had. Yeah. And I, I, think- I remember. When I first saw Big Convoy on online, and I was just for the longest time he was like my holy grail, and uh, I when I finally got him, I mean that thing he's just awesome. Did you I, get I, the uh, the Nemesis uh, Convoy, or did you get the I Big did, Convoy? I never saw him. I never oh. saw a Nemesis. I actually got, but I got Big Convoy way before it was ever released in the states as Nemesis Convoy. Um, I can't remember. I got it for my birthday. That's how I ended up getting it. Um, it was on. I think it was Big Bad Toy Store. I got it from. Yeah. Um, it's the Korean version. Uh, it comes in the big. I actually like the Korean boxes. They got a nice slide-out plastic tray that they fit into nicely. Um, and uh, I think because I think your Garbatron is is the Korean version yes. too. Yes, it is the Korean version. And. Uh, but yeah, I uh, fantasized about getting the thing for the longest time, and it's it's awesome. Um, I can't wait to add Ultra Mammoth, you know, to my collection. Because- I actually got to handle Ultra Mammoth before he started hitting the the doorsteps this past weekend or this past yeah. week. Uh, Pete Sinclair had one on display at Slagacon. <laughs> uh, I don't think he had it for sale because. Uh, uh, you know, it was still there, like right before the con was yeah. getting ready to wrap up, and and it was still sitting on his table. And I'm sure that if that if it was for sale, it would have went long before that. Yeah. But I picked it up, and it's I love the mold. But I'll be honest with you, the color scheme on it is kind of boring. Uh, <laughs> he's most uh, the robot form is mostly white with a few red ac- red and blue accents. Uh, it it's really pa- lacking in paint apps, in my opinion. Yeah, there is a. I watched a video review and, like, underneath the uh, mammoth mm-hmm. portions on his shoulders, um, ultra, uh, ultra mammoth, uh, big convoy does what's supposed to look like missile racks in there. They're yeah. painted red on big convoy, where on ultra mammoth they're not. And I was kind of disappointed because I I display my my big convoy with the uh, mammoth. Part, portions laying down so that the uh, tusks come up off of his shoulders, like yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And I, wa- I wanted to display Ultra Mammoth with them facing forward, so that was like his missile launchers on his shoulders. Now you'll you know, have because, to kind of reverse them, I guess. To... And it's sort of like you know, it, they don't have that red in there, so they don't really stand out. Yeah. And I thought that was unfortunate, but I mean, it's an awesome mold. Um, I kind of. Unfortunately, I had the idea that he would look awesome next to a Primal Prime, which means I now really want to get a Primal Prime. <laughs> mm. uh, but I know that thing is expensive. Um, that was like know, one of the botcon, early Botcon toys, wasn't it? No, Primal Prime was released in the Beast or Beast Machines line. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, it was a Optimus Prime themed uh optimal optimus yes yes yeah 
Um, it did. It did feature heavily in the 3H comics, uh, Botcon comics. Um, That's probably where I'm getting the Botcon yeah. relation to it. Um, but I know it was rare, kind of hard to find, and it uh, it didn't. Um, or and it's expensive. It's yeah, because it was rare. Um, but I think he would look cool next to him because he He's was actually like a, wasn't he like a right. maybe. Was he K, was he a KB Toys exclusive? He might have been. Um, I'm not sure. We're on computers, so I can just look it up. The interwebs is so amazing. Yeah. Um. I'll take this uh, brief ma- moment while you're looking that up. Uh, if you're listening to us um, and you like us, please subscribe and share to us on YouTube and on uh, iTunes or wherever you download us. Uh, if you uh, if you would, please share us with uh, your friends circles in uh, on Facebook and on Twitter, um, uh, the, all your collector friends and everything. Uh, you know, we really want to get our word out there, and also I want to remind people that uh, here coming up soon, um, probably in the next couple three weeks, we're going to have a uh, giveaway uh, for our hundredth subscriber on YouTube. Uh, stay tuned for more information on that. Yeah, I can't find out. It said that there was only one thousand or ten thousand of them made. Um, but I can't find where they were released. So maybe they were a botcon. I don't know. Ten thousand seems way too much for a botcon exclusive. Yeah. So I would think that it's more like a KB Toys exclusive. I'm thinking it was a KB Toys exclusive, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Apparently he was retooled, and I didn't know that. He was retooled so that uh, the cannons fired individually instead of where um, Optimal Optimus, you would pull the jets on the back and would fire both cannons at the same time. Yeah, it's a... I can't figure out where he was released. Um, I'm not seeing it here. Google's not my friend tonight. Well, um, let's go ahead and wrap up uh, our our thoughts on the Beast Wars and Beast Machine series and uh, Japanese Beast Wars. Uh, Overall, uh, what what do you think is the most important thing that came out of the Beast Wars or the Beast series in general, in your opinion? It saved the franchise. <laughs> I mean, you got to start there. Well, here in the uh, United States, it did. Yeah, well, at the time, yeah, here in the United States, it was dying. And uh, it really reinvigorated. But what came out of it? Um, well, it's the standard of storytelling for all of Transformers now. Um, I mean, when you look at animated, uh, they're calling card was that they were going back for a more Beast Wars-like 
way of storytelling with individual standalone episodes that also tied to a larger plot. Um, same thing with Transformers Prime. It went for a very Beast Wars-like structure. Um, so it, it really defined the storytelling for, for Transformers. It um, It's still considered one of the best stories in Transformers um, by some people. Um, even beyond Beast Wars fans, it's still considered as the best series of Transformers um, for a storytelling perspective. Um, and, I mean, it's it's set the standard. I mean, it's what all stories are compared to. If there's a new show that comes out, it will inevitably be compared to Beast Wars for story quality. Um, and so, I mean, that's that's really what it did for the franchise. Yeah, I have to agree. The, uh, Beast Wars, whenever I think of Beast Wars, uh, I think of two things. Uh, you know, being a G1-er, you know, it's, it's hard for me to look back, you know, with with nostalgic memories about Beast Wars, but um, Beast Wars uh, conjures two things in my mind. Uh, good writing, as far as uh, the, the, the television sh- uh, series goes in the United States, in Canada, and uh, show formers. <laughs> and, well, I'll, I'll say three things. And shelf warmers. Not shelf formers and shelf warmers because uh, I think one of the biggest shelf warmers of all time in uh, Transmetal 2 Transkeeto, uh I believe he was still being found in Oh, just Transkeeto. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Transkeeto. And yeah. Transmetal Scavenger. Yeah, they were still being found in stores up into the mid-2000s. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, it's like they they found cases of them. I, uh, I guess they were like some of the last wave or something other, and they just um, really sucky figures. I believe that Scavenger, uh, like Transmental Scavenger, was a wave unto itself. It was a, a wave of just him. Um, and so there was just too many of them. It doesn't help that they didn't call him Transmetal's Inferno, which is exactly what he was supposed to be. Um, but, you know, I I got him. I love that figure. Uh, and you can get him for cheap because there were so many of them and they show for him so much. And it yeah. really is a good figure. I would say Transkeeto is a good figure, too. Um, but... Yeah, some might argue. I had uh, Transkeeto for the longest time. I, I gave four dollars for him on clearance uh, at at a store back in wanting to say two thousand, and I feel like I paid too much for him at that time. <laughs> but uh, I oh, think I'd be unfair to Transkeeto. Yeah, well, I, I, he's I got actually, bad legs. He doesn't stand very right well. before right before but, I decided to sell off a good portion of my collection uh, sometime in '06. He, I'd had that figure for a good six years, uh, sealed in the box, just sitting, sitting on my shelf, uh, there in my apartment. And one day I just got a wild hair. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to open that sucker. I opened him up and he wasn't that bad of a toy. I kind of liked it. I mean, he's not the greatest, you know, by, you know, it's not like I'm blown away, but I, I was, I, I asked my, myself, I'm like, why do people hate on this thing so much? I mean, it's not uh, that bad. Yeah, 
I wanted it ever since I saw one on the internet. Um, because it's a Florida State bird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, living in Florida. Oh. Are you okay, Don? Everyone on the internet is probably hearing you gagging. It's kind of <laughs> gross. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I always wanted him because, I don't know, it just he turns into a mosquito. Um, I always liked his, like, open mouth, like, monstrous looking head and features. And uh, I would have to say the one thing I don't like about him, and this goes for almost every insect Beast Wars uh, character, is that the legs hanging off his arms take up so much space. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, they have to have a lot of room around them to, to stand there. And then when you're trying to set them all up and they and the legs start bumping into each other and they start falling over, it's just cata- you know catastrophic. They're all going down. Um, but yeah, I, I like that figure. You can probably still find it for cheap. Yeah, I'd um, say so. Well, I'm going to do a quick, quick eBay search and see if I can find a Transkeeto here. And then you can find Big Moss, which is his uh, Japanese Beast Wars figure, equally cheap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Big, Big Moss, Moss uh, 20 bucks actually. Wow, he's um, going for like $30? Wow. Is that Big Moss? Or? Big Moss is going for like 30 bucks, and Oh, that's crazy. Uh, Transkeeto's 30 bucks. Well, that's, that's what they're asking. Let's see what they're actually yeah, selling for. You can get... Okay, here's one eight dollars and ninety five cents. Buy it now. Eleven dollars five fifty. Last year or <laughs> earlier, actually earlier this year, you could get Big Moss on Big Red Toy Store for six seventy nine, but he sold out. Yeah, um, and now they're selling for twenty five. Yeah, you, you, yeah, they're they're closing here. Here's one sealed in the box. Somebody paid twenty five dollars for. Yeah, but I mean that's still pretty cheap. Um, yeah. Oh, and. Since we didn't mention them when talking about Japanese beast stores, the the cyber beasts those were pretty freaking cool. Um, yeah. And if you don't know what those are, you have to look them up. Uh, Dirge Gun, who is the basis of Thrustinator, uh, possibly my favorite name of all time, <laughs> and and wackiest homage uh, or homage that will uh, that just pushes all the right buttons. Yeah. Um, but you know, Thrustle. Uh, Max B, uh, awesome, you know, figures you gotta look at, um, if you've never seen them before. Um, massive, you know, massive retools of the, uh, the Waspinator, uh, Wolfang, and Dinobot molds. Um, pretty cool figures. Most definitely. Well, I believe that'll do it for this edition of Transformers for Your Listening Pleasure. Um, thank you again for listening. And uh, like I said, uh, we should have a couple more people on next week. Hopefully, uh, uh, Trans Jazz or uh, Chaz, uh, Chad Williams from Slagacon will be able to be on and uh, uh, and tell us his thoughts about the show. Um, and uh, if, if he so desires, maybe a reason... 
you know, his reasoning behind going ahead and closing it down. Uh, I know a lot of fans are sad uh, to see it go. I know I am because, not because it was a local show for us, but it, quite frankly, it was a damn good show, and it's not fair that it had to close. And I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Um, you know, Chad Williams did not fail us. Uh, he put on a good show. Um, the fans failed him. Uh, he, uh, the fans failed Slagacon for not turning out. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. That's my opinion. Uh, that is not his opinion. Um, but I know he's unfortunately he's, the, just the bad press. Yeah, uh, he's he's kind of been beating himself up uh, about it a little bit, and and, uh, and I've been telling him, you know, uh, over uh, over uh, chat and everything. You know, don't beat yourself up. Uh, you tried, and you you had you gave it a valiant effort. But uh, I'm, you know, I'm just sorry that it had to come to this. Um, but I, I I do know that there are a number of people out there that still haven't been paid back uh, for the Vector Zetas, and um, you know, I understand their their dilemma. I mean, it's been two plus years, and they a lot of them still don't have their money. Uh, I would be quite upset myself, but, you know, given that the situation, you know, he's been trying to get their money back. And if they, you know, I, 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 I tend to take people for what, for their word. And, and Chad comes across to me as a type of person, uh, that is a man of his word. And, you know, he, he tries to do good on it. It's just, the man was really overwhelmed, uh, you know, by, uh, a lot, you know, I mean, uh, he didn't have as much help as he had planned. And, um, yeah, it, a lot of things w- went against, uh, went against him and it's just sad that it came to this. Um, but I'm sure he has his own thoughts on it and, uh, uh we look forward to hearing those. And, uh, if, if he doesn't want to talk about them, you know, that's, that's cool. Um, you know, it's, it's his prerogative, but, uh, uh, my my opinion on it, uh, we've the fans have lost a a great co- uh, convention, um, you know. Um, but that being said, uh, uh, do you have anything else uh, you want to mention before we wrap? Uh, Garbatron is thirty seven dollars on captured prey. Oh, thirty seven. Okay. Just to correct that, for anyone who wants to go out and get one, yes, he's a pink dragon. Uh, he's kind of a lavender, actually. Well, he's a lavender dragon. Yes, which that turns into a dildo. Yeah, a lavender dildo dragon. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, appreciate you for joining us this week, and listeners out there in listener land, thank you for listening to Transformers for your listening pleasure. Again, share us, like us, and subscribe. Uh, that is the most important thing you can do. And we will see you next time on Transformers for your listening pleasure. I am Weird Wolf. Along with me is Sideburn 2. Signing off. See ya. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure. A presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast 
at tfylp.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!